Hey guys, so I was sitting in my room and I was trying to debate whether I wanted to do an episode or not. Um, but this episode has been like uh, something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, it's been about two months, I believe, since I told my husband about it. Um, don't pay attention to my hair. Um, if you're listening to it on the podcast, I am Facebook Live um, because I wanted to get a lot of people's perspective of what their thought was with dealing with grief. So this episode is going to be called Rain, Rain, Go Away, uh, referencing a kid's song. Um, but like it's very relatable to adult life and dealing with grief as a parent. Um so like I said, this uh, this topic came up, uh, I had messaged my husband about two months ago, uh, the beginning of April, and um, unfortunately it had some relevance to our lives personally um, right after. So it was the beginning of April, I had messaged my husband and I was like, you know, um, I don't know what it is, but I think I should do an episode on grief, like dealing with grief and just talking to people about how they deal with grief. Um, and it really stemmed from, I have a lot of conversations with my niece, which is why I want to get more into, uh, you know, uh, into the community and, and spending time with, uh, more youth. Um, so it's important to me because I was talking to my niece, which I consider, you know, I feel like you should, a lot of people want to be mentors and, and get out there into the community, but. Um, I, I feel like starting with my niece is, is something a little more special because I'm getting their input and they're giving me like their honest opinion and, and their thought process so I'm able to understand a little better. So my niece is, uh, she's graduating this year. She's the one, the younger niece out of the two of my older sister kids. Um, and so she's been through a lot. Um, by the age of 16, she had lost you know, so many friends. And I was like, that's so crazy because, you know, back in my day, we didn't lose friends. You know, we lost older people because we were kind of like, oh, well, you die when you're old or you die when you're sick. Like you either have something wrong with you or you're old and that's how you die. Um, we were kind of oblivious to the whole thing. Um, and that's just my personal story. Um, I had never lost anybody just suddenly. I, it was always, we were always prepared for it for the most part um, at that age. And like, if we lost somebody at school, it was because like, oh, they had such and such. And so we just automatically like correlated the two. Like if they're sick or if they're old, it's kind of expected. But now in today's time, you know, it's, it's so hard um, dealing with things. People are just dropping like flies and it's unfortunate. Um, and today... I kept, because uh, today was like a bad day for me. <laughs> Jackson did not want to sleep. And it was just so much going on. And I kept watching the video of the young man um, that was, unfortunately, his life was taken away this weekend. Um, so my prayers go out to his family. My prayers go out to his mom, his dad, sisters, brothers, friends, anybody that came into uh, his path. Because it's really hard um, dealing with grief as a parent, but if you think about what your children are going through, and that's why 
I always try to emphasize knowing your kids, communicating with your kids, like being there for your kids, you know, um, being that uh, person that they can feel like they can go to. And thankfully, like, I feel like my niece can talk to us about what she's going through. She can kind of get it out, um, even though sometimes they don't want to talk about it. Um, but in today's time, unfortunately, um, kids' lives are being taken away. And, and these uh, young teens and children are having to go through the cycle of death so early. And so they're going through, my friend was killed over the weekend. They're going through, my friend was shot for no reason, going to the store, playing at the playground, going to the ice cream truck. I mean, if you think about it, it's just so unfortunate and it's so, 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 so sad. So I was just like, this is crazy. You know, this world is crazy. And it's a lot that us as parents have to go through to deal with um, communicating with our kids about grief and preparing our kids of what's to come. Um, I know uh, I'm not a professional in this area. I'm not a grief counselor. Um, I'm really just speaking from my own perspective. Um, I know my mom, she didn't really have to go through that. Uh, she may have a different perspective and, and I would love to hear her perspective. Um, but we lost, um, I think the youngest person was my uncle, well, when we were younger, was my uncle. And it didn't hit me as hard um, because he was older and he was in a nursing home. So it's like, oh, you're old and you're in a nursing home. So, you know, not to say that, oh, you're going to die next. It's just, it's not as unexpected. So it's kind of like, okay, these are the, this is the cycle of life type thing. Um, then my grandfather passed away and uh, he had cancer. So it was like, okay, he's older, he has cancer. And although, of course, we don't want to lose these people, um, it didn't, it, it hurt, but it's to me, it's like different levels of pain and there's different levels of hurt and there's different types of hurt. So it, it was like, okay, we know that he has cancer. The doctors are preparing us. Um, it's not that it's expected, but it's like not sudden, even though that when that moment hits, it's like, oh, it really happened type thing. Um, but then fast forward to... Um, the year that we lost my uncle, um, which was really hard, still really hard, um, but it was it was unexpected, and that hit me like a, a ton of bricks. It was just like I couldn't get my life together. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to live in my apartment no more. I pretty much like um, moved out of my apartment because I was so scared. Um, because you know, I was just like, I'm on the first floor. Like, you know, it was just things I wanted to be with my family. I just didn't want to live on my own anymore. It was just a fear thing. And I went for a while being fearful of life, being fearful of dying, being fearful of something happening to me, you know, because um, it was a difference. It was a different pain from one of my relatives being older and sick to something so unexpected as someone taking someone's life away. And so it's just, it was just a different pain and it was a different recovery period. Um, and then the next year we went through the same exact thing where um, you'll, you'll see me and my sisters post as our brother because he pretty much was our brother. Um, he was our first cousin, but we all grew up like brother and sister. And so then when that happened, it was like, what is happening, God? Like, what is, what is going on? And, you know, a lot of people tend to like, blame God or, you know, why did this happen? We want to know why, why, why. And at that point I was pretty much angry, 
with the world. I was sad. I was frustrated. I was emotional. Roller coaster. Like it was. It was just a hard period, and it's still a hard period. And I'm not gonna cry on live, but um, it's just you know I think about these things. But I was uh, to I was over 20, 20 years old, over twenty years old, and I was able to process it, and even processing it properly had me feeling so much pain and so much hurt. And I, I didn't know how to bounce back from it. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to recover it. And you're talking about somebody that's in their beginning of their 20s. So I'm like, well, God dang, like to go through it, when you think about this young guy that life was taking over the weekend, to go through it at, at 12, uh, 15, 13, the little girl who was taking, going to the ice cream truck at 10. When you think about these kids and, how do you explain to these kids that, hey, you know, your friend was killed over the weekend? Um, they're going to have tons of questions. I just think about Hunter at five. He has so many questions he want to know. He wants to know um, why. He wants to know uh, what happened. What is that? What it, What do you mean? Um, to him, it's, it's a different thing. So I really just wanted to get on here and, and speak to the parents and just to kind of understand, like, how did you explain, um, if you if you have ever experienced death, how did you explain to your children? Because I feel like this is a topic that needs to be addressed amongst all parents um, because we need a support system. Everyone may not know how to deal with this and how to uh, express themselves and how to communicate with their children. And I think us bouncing off of each other and trying different things as we've done in the past with the different topics that we talk about and discuss, I think it'll be a great thing. Um, and so most recently, um, like I said, I dealt with those things in my beginning twenties and I was able to process it. I was able to, um, skip work when I needed to, I was able to, you know, well, at least take leave. Um, I was able to sleep in and not get up on the weekends if I didn't want to, want to, I was able to just, be, you know, um, but as a parent, um, I'm sorry, y'all. John, uh, the computer is about to die. Sorry. Um, but as a parent, uh, most recently, uh, right after I told my husband that I wanted to do an episode on grief, which was totally unrelated to what we were not expecting to go through. Um, I was, you know, we went through losing a friend, a very close friend of ours. Um, and, you know, it hurt, it hurt really, really bad. You know, my husband was at work. I was here. Uh, we didn't know how to deal with it. Uh, it was, it was really bad. I, I pretty much was like, you know, I gotta get off this call. I can't work. I can't do nothing. Um, but having two kids, um, you don't have as much luxury of going through the process of grief. Um, being a mom, being a dad, it's, you're not given that opportunity. Um, so I'm sorry, y'all. Um, the computer's just going to die. It's going to die. Um, but, uh, being a parent is not, we're not able to go through that process the same way. And I'm thinking about how I went through it, uh, back then. And, and now I'm just like, wow, like there's times that I still cry. I still have to get it out. I still have to walk out of the room because I'm not learning. I don't know how to deal with it as a parent. So I'm going through a whole different stage in my life. 
Um, and so when this particular, um, when we lost our friend, um, you know, uh, it was just, it was sad. It was like, you know, we didn't know what to do. Um, we were just here and Hunter was still wanting attention. He still wanted to play. He still wanted to do things the day of. And so the day of, we were just like trying to process and we, we didn't, it was just like a speedy recovery type thing. And we were, we can't tell our kids like, yo, chill. Like I'm going through something today. Like leave me alone. Like, just let me process. Like I just lost my friend today. You know, we can't communicate with them like that, especially not a five-year-old and a one-year-old. And so what we did, what we what we had to do, what we were forced to do was to give each other an opportunity to breathe and to kind of depart away from the kids and get ourselves together. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm back. Sorry. Um, we and get ourselves together. So what what happened was, um, you know, initially he was John's friend, uh, who became a friend of mine. Which most of his friends become friends of mine, um, and they they become family. A lot of them become family because we're just there for each other. We motivate each other. We we joke with each other. We're always around each other when we can be. We make memories together. Um, so he was a brother to us. And so um, I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll go get Jackson and I'll take Hunter and. I allowed him to kind of be in the house by himself. And I kind of took my time. I, I believe I took them to Target or something like that and, and just wasted time. And for me, like being a Target with kids is not always a great thing. Um, so I almost lost it. And I had to step back and be like, you know, what well, they don't understand what you're going through. They don't understand what happened today. So get it together, Kile, pull it together and, and just, you know. So at that time, I put my husband first. Um, and I allowed him his time in the house and, you know, Hunter was pretty much like, well, what? I want to play with daddy. I want to do this. I want to do that. And just being regular him. And I was just like, well, you know, daddy's not feeling good today. It's okay. Like, let him chill, let him relax a little bit. And he was just like, well, what's wrong? Uh, does he have the stomach bug? No, he doesn't have the stomach bug, Hunter. Like, and I, I found, I found myself getting frustrated as we do as parents a lot. But it was a different type of frustration where I wanted to uh, yell. I wanted to cry. I just wanted to be like, go in y'all rooms and don't say nothing to us for the rest of the night. Like, that was what my mind was saying because I, because remember, it was the day of, it was just like so fresh. And I, we got to cry for that little while. But then life went on. We had to deal with Jackson and his temper tantrums. We had to deal with Hunter and his conversations. We had to deal with playing with them like nothing was wrong. We had to make everything seem as if everything was okay. When in the in the inside, we were kind of torn apart. We were breaking down. We were confused. We were frustrated. We were trying to understand what happened, you know, and we were trying to communicate with other friends and family um, about what was going on and just trying to be there for each other as as friends and family should do. So most importantly, I'm thankful that um, I have a John. I'm thankful that I have a spouse that um, is there for me and I'm there for him. So most importantly, having that support system, having family 
and friends that are there to kind of, uh, you know, help you with the heavy burden at that time. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not a professional in this area. I'm not a grief counselor or nothing like that. I'm just speaking from personal experience. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I think it's great to communicate with your family, your friends, your support system, your tribe. Um, get a tribe. If you don't have a tribe, get a tribe. Find somebody that you trust with with your feelings and, and your kids and um, just being there for you because it's very, very important because not only is the homicide rate going up, but the suicide rate is also going up because people are feeling as though they don't have anybody to talk to. Life is just too hard and I don't want to deal with it type thing. Um, so you just have to understand that and um, understand that being a parent is hard regardless whether you're going through uh, grief or not, it's just hard on a daily basis. We love our kids. We cherish our kids. We're blessed with our kids. But um, they, they take you through some trying times. And um, you have those days when you come home from work and you're tired, dog tired. Like, listen, I just want to get in the bed by 6 o'clock tired. Like, I don't want to cook. I don't know what y'all going to eat. You know, like, whatever. And then you have times like this where I was just like, Listen, I don't want to cook dinner. Like, I don't want to um, change pampers. I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night for Jackson. Like, I just want to be. Like, I want to lay in bed. I don't want to go to work. I want to take leave. But I don't have the leave to just take as my luxury because we have kids. Like, back then, I didn't have kids. So I was able to take a couple of days off and get myself together and just be. But... I have to go to work because I don't have that type of leave because my kids have doctor's appointments. My kids get sick. I get sick. Uh, my kids have school events. My kids have things that's going on in their lives. And, you know, summer's coming up. So I just say that to say, like, back then, I thought that going through this type of thing was hard. I thought I was grieving really hard and everything was just so difficult. But now it's a whole different ball game. It's like back then I look back, I was able to like I said, sleep when I wanted to sleep. I was able to not cook if I didn't want to cook. I could starve myself if I wanted to. If I didn't have to go to work because I got all this leave because I don't have nobody else to take leave for. I, I could take my own leave. I was able to uh, go out when I needed to go out, just drive to wherever I wanted to go. Whether it was the mall, whether it was the bar, whether it was um, the movies by myself, whether it was um, hanging out with a friend, whatever it was, going to the gym, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it was, I was able to do that. And now I have to think about, now I have to think about somebody else. As a mom, I can't just get in my car and be like, oh, I'm going for a breath of fresh air. No. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym and just work this all out. No. Oh, I don't feel like cooking so nobody eats tonight. No. Like, oh, I, oh I'm just going, you know, go get drunk and, and drown my feelings in a drink. No, like there's things that you have to think about because you have these two. Well, I have two. You might have more. You have may have less. I have two. I have these two little people that are dependent on me who don't understand what's going on. And it just hurts me because, um, you know, these people, their lives are being taken away, whether they're old or young, they have family. The young, uh, over 20 people were killed over the weekend, which is just beyond me. It's super sad. It's super like disappointing. It's just, the world is just a different world. It's a, it's a malicious world. It's just, I, it's just unacceptable at this point. And 
I just pray for all of their families because if you think about it, a mom lost their child, a dad lost their child, a sister or a brother has lost their sibling, um, an aunt has lost their niece or their nephew. You know, it's just so much. And But then when you think about, um, you know, like fortunately, but unfortunately, these people also have kids. So um, our friend, you know, uh, had a one-year-old. And I think about this one-year-old and, and how, you know, she has to grow up without a dad. And so it it, it also embarks upon you to, to, to think deeper. So um, during that week and even now going through the grief period for this, I think about it as a different in a different aspect um, of things because I have children now. The young lady who was uh, unfortunately killed um, in the car accident on Branch Avenue, she went to high school with us. I didn't know her personally, but my prayers went out to her because her husband, you know, he stated the hardest thing that he has to do is one, he has to go through the grief of losing his wife, his significant other. Two, the hardest thing he has to go through is talking to his two young kids and telling them that their mom won't be coming home. Like, it's just so unfortunate. It's so sad. And I'm trying to wrap my head around it all. And so this uh, topic has been like laid heavy on my heart. And I just really wanted to come on here and just talk and vent it out because um, not only do I, have a, do I go through the fear of myself, but I go through the fear of my husband and I go through the fear of my children because I don't I can't imagine what I would do if it was my husband that isn't returning home again. If it was me that couldn't come home again and how my husband will have to deal with it. And Lord pray for the parents whose children are not being brought back home again because of stupid reckless violence. And it's just like these people have no regards for another person's life. These kids are just, we, we're the main ones that say, these kids today aren't kids today. They need to go outside and play. They need to get off these iPads. They need to get off these electronics. They need to get outside and play like kids used to do back in the day. Well, well they can't. And, and unfortunately, I don't want my kids to. Like, I will let my kids run around this house. And if you've been in my house, there's a car in my dining room. Like, I will let my kids run around this house and, and I'll have to clean it up than to take a chance of them being outside and, and some stupid idiot comes by and decides they want to shoot shoot up the place or shoot and they're they're not the necessarily nest they're not necessarily the target, but they're hit and and then my child's life is gone. And I just, you know, I just think about that because someone made a comment to me and was like, you know, no, um, I want my kids to play outside. I want my kids to do this the old school way. Yeah, but this isn't the old school world that we grew up in. And this isn't the old school world that our parents grew up in. It's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different. You have to keep your eyes on your kids. And even when you keep your eyes on your kids, it's unfortunate. It's like at, at this point, I'll, I've always been telling people I did not experience anxiety until I became a parent. And the reason that is, is because now I have so much fear. I have so much worry. I have so much like thoughts and stress. It's just like, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. Like I rush my kids to the doctor for everything, you know, because you never know, you know, you don't know what's going on inside of their bodies. And sometimes the doctors frustrate me because I'm like, listen, check again. 
like check again, please. Like, because I never want to miss something. And so that anxiety comes because it's worry and it's fear and it's stress. And it's like overwhelming because we're responsible for these lives, but we're also responsible for our own lives. So it's, it's just definitely hard being a parent, but it's definitely hard dealing with these types of things. And, um, my prayers go out to anybody who has lost a family member or friend at any point in time. And my prayers go out to the parents who have lost children and to the children who have lost parents, um, no matter what the age is. You know, it's a hard thing to go through. Um, Janae said, I'm just going to read some comments. Janae said she's definitely scared for hers to go out. I'm scared to drive through the city or even him playing a basketball outside. Facts. Um, Norshina said, "I don't want to. I don't want my kids to live their life in fear. It's hard, and that's that. That is the hardest part. Um, we don't want to instill the fear into our kids, but it's sometimes like we want to bring awareness. We want them to be um, observing. We want them to be pay attention, type thing. But yeah, we don't want to instill fear in them because I feel like my mom is still fearing me. If you, if I'm being honest, like I'm scared of everything. Okay." If I'm being uh, transparent, uh, I've been through that when my daughter's aunt passed away. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely hard because I just think about uh, when I when we went through it with my uncle. Uh, as much as I try to be strong for my grandmother and and everything like that, my sister, my older sister, is the stronger one and. Um, I always salute her because I'm like, you're so strong. Like, but it's like, okay. And that's the thing. Like, um, I hope she doesn't mind me uh, bringing her name up, but Yolanda is on here and my prayers go out to her. Um, her son was unfortunately taken away in a, in a senseless act of violence. And it's just sad. And, and I watch her posts and I pray for her like, all the time because I can't imagine what she's going through as a mother, but also her um, other children who have to go through losing their sibling. And it's just, it's sad and it's scary and it's unfortunate and it's unfair. And it's just, I don't even know the words for it. Like if I could get at the source and go through every negative and bad word, I would. Um, but she has to be mom still where while she's grieving she has to be mom to these other children still she has to be strong for them she has to give up pour all of herself into them she has to pour all her love into them to ensure that they're okay and it's just like oh, when am I gonna be able to breathe and get myself together and then I want my kids to be okay like it's just y'all when I say this is like digging a hole in me it's digging a hole in me like I'm like, ah, oh, is it too serious? Is it too like sad to talk about? But I was just like, I'm just gonna do it. Like, I wanna talk about it. It's something that's relevant in the world today. And it's just like unfortunate. And it needs to be on a platform. It needs to be a topic that's discussed amongst parents. It needs to be a support group. I know they have them, but it needs to be more of us coming together and kind of. Um, bouncing ideas off of each other, bouncing tactics off of each other, and 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 creating this safe environment, this non-judgmental environment, um, this don't rush it environment. Because we don't want to hear it. it's gonna be okay. You'll get through it. You know that's not necessarily what people want to hear at that time. So 
I just encourage us to, to reach out and check on um, our friends, check on our family, um, and just pray for them, you know, because it's never easy. It takes a long, long time. Like I said, it's 2019. I lost my uncle in 2010. And then uh, my brother in 2011, and I, I will always call him my brother, uh, in 2011. And it's 2019, and I still cry on certain days. Like, uh, tomorrow will be my uncle's birthday. And, yeah. So it takes a very, very long time to get through these things. But I just really wanted to jump on here and talk about it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for giving your thoughts um, and your perspective and making me feel like I'm not alone in the way that I'm feeling. So I'm really thankful for you guys to um, listen in and tune in. And if you're just tuning in, uh, feel free to uh, watch the whole video back and then um, we can chat about it. I'll comment, uh, message you back or whatever. Um, and if and if you are somebody that needs somebody to talk to, like I'm here regardless, you know. Um, so just inbox me, DM me, whatever. Um, but definitely, definitely something that um, needs to be talked about more. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, my colleague and friend just came on. I'm looking forward to partnering with some schools in the community and just um, being uh, another person in these young children's lives. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity. And also, I'm going to get off here because, um, yeah, I don't want to cry on live. But, yeah, so thank you guys so much for just tuning in and, and being supportive of, of the podcast. So um, I'll chat with you guys later. Um, just stay tuned on what's up, up and coming with Mama's podcast. Have a good night.